welcome to the Big Kids Book Club. A podcast about all things fictional, from middle grade to young adult. So sit back, relax and enjoy the show. Hey, 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 welcome back to an episode of the Big Kids Book Club. My name is Marcus and I'm your host. And it's a super special episode today because we have joining us onto the show, creator of the UK YA Awful Week. And you may have heard of the brand new Paper Orange YA Book Box subscription. It's Charlie Robinson. Welcome to the show. Hello. I am very nervous, but we will we, we will see how this goes. <laughs> it's fine. It's good. We were just chatting about earlier that obviously... You do uh, a little bit of my sort of role where you chat to a lot of authors a lot of time and you're the interviewer. And so we were just saying, it's a bit weird being interviewed and becoming the interviewee. So lovely to have you on the show, Charlie. So we know each other through the wonderful world of Paper Orange, but our lovely listeners might not have heard of you quite yet. So do you want to introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about how uh, you got into books and sort of like where you are in the sort of bookish YA community. So I'm definitely one of those people that has always been obsessed with books, like since I was a kid, I also have a few chronic illnesses, which left me in bed a lot. So reading was definitely like my escape into the world, I guess. Um, and I think that's definitely why I have a special love for fantasy. Anything that makes me feel like I could be a badass is great. Reality, I'd be terrible. Like <laughs> I would never make it in a fantasy world. But yeah, that's kind of where my love of books came from. And then I started helping out at my local um, bookshop and it kind of all rolled on from there, really. And now, yeah, got a book box. I still help out at the bookshop and I interview authors. And yeah, it's a bit crazy. Absolutely. You've got quite a few strings to your bow. I mean, I feel like what really kicked things off by looking at it was the when you ran the UK YA Awful Week back in sort of November into December 2021 last year. You were, as you're saying, interviewing authors. You're basically creating a big buzz and storm around UK YA authors. Like what what's really got you into the YA scene here in the UK? Was there something? Was there one particular book you read? Like what triggered the whole idea is like, I'm going to write, I'm going to, I'm going to basically do my own online book. I suppose it was almost like a, a week long festival. Yeah, it, it kind of was. I put kind of feelers out on Twitter and asked if any authors would kind of be, want to be involved. And I was kind of a little bit overwhelmed at the amount of people that said yes. Um, so I kind of just went for it. I think I was doing lives on Instagram every day. I pre-recorded a load of stuff for YouTube as well. I think there was like 30 odd authors involved in this week, which was incredible. But I think it was just kind of coming into like BookTube and Bookstagram and social media in general and seeing a lot of the same books over and over again. And then having books that I absolutely adored and felt needed more attention and they just so happened to be UKYA books so it really started with me just wanting to shout about the books that I really loved and create buzz about them basically so more, more people read them so when I was ranting about how much I loved this book someone could rant with me 
Because <laughs> that's all bookish people want, is they want bookish friends to rant about books too. Exactly. That's literally it. So totally so selfish reasons, really. Um, but yeah, it was a lot of fun, a lot of work. And yeah, it got quite big and quite a few people got involved, which was amazing. So yeah, and then everything's kind of snowballed from there, I think. Yeah, it's quite fantastic when stuff just sort of, uh, sort of not magically, but actually because you put in a lot of effort, it doesn't just magically happen. But you know, like when you sort of like, you see something happening before you, you're like, you know what? I'm seeing all the same books because maybe the American books the budget for publicity and marketing over in the states is bigger they reach out to more sort of significantly bigger youtubers uh, and book talkers and, and whatnot which do tend to be in the states so therefore you've got a lot more of a u.s presence of the u.s books and you're like hey us over here us brits we know how to write a pretty banging ya book actually thank you very much and here's kind of a few of them it's it's definitely interesting because you had a mixture of sort of like one-on-ones and like group panels. So I wonder like what you found to A, be a bit more nerve wracking and B, have a little bit more fun with, like were the panels more fun because there's more people to bounce off or was that sort of one-on-one gave you a little bit more chance to get to know your authors a bit more personally? I think both of those are true. I always love a panel because I think like there's just so much fun goes on in a panel because you get answers from everyone and obviously a natural conversation starts a lot easier in a panel and it does take a little bit of that pressure off when there's like two or three other people there so like in between questions you get a little bit more time to kind of get yourself ready for the next one if that makes sense but I do really like doing one-on-ones because I feel like you really do get to know kind of the person behind the book And you find out things that are really interesting and kind of click. Like I spoke to Anne, obviously, you know, Anne recently. And like the amount of things that she was talking about that kind of came through in the book, it just made the book that little bit more magical, knowing that it's like, yeah, that makes sense because it's you know what I mean? Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You do. So obviously I do a lot of one-to-one with authors and you sort of, lot of I'll read the books beforehand. And then when we're chatting and they'd be like, oh, I did it like this because of X, you're like, oh, that makes so much more sense. Yes. And there is a sort of everyone, I think with one-to-ones as well, you chat to someone, they just give you a bit more of a sort of a sense, like you've got their undivided attention. They're chatting to you. So you, you can obviously with a panel is great where you're like, oh, I'm not sure what my next question is going to be. And you can just listen to other people. And I've had times I've I've been lucky enough to sort of talk to people in panels. They'll ask questions. And you just sit back and you're like, OK, do my job for yeah. me. This is fantastic. Yeah. They'll be like, oh, didn't you do this? And you'd be like, well, I was going to ask a different question, but this is working. So we go yeah. with it. And it's, it's awesome for that regards. And a lot of work, I imagine. A lot of work behind the scenes coordinating it. Yeah, there was there was many a spreadsheet and um calendar and like prep because like the amount of questions I had to think up because you don't want them all to be the same but luckily I'd read a lot of the books anyway so I had a lot of kind of knowledge of the different themes and stuff so it made it a lot easier but yeah it was it was a lot of work it was a very tiring week by the end of it I think I could have honestly slept for like a month but it was so much fun and obviously never in my wildest dreams when I was a kid did I think I'd like get to speak to authors and I still don't quite like understand how it's happened because yeah like I'm just little old me it's 
speaking to artists who are like <laughs> the coolest people. Um, and there's just me like head to Terry in Orange being like, hi, um, can I talk to you about your book? And they say yes. And, you know, that still blows my mind. It's, it's one of those things, I think, as a kid, you feel like authors are almost like this sort of celebrity status, like film stars, where they live in a, a magical author land, like maybe an author version of Hollywood. You never see yeah. them and they're completely unreachable and unattainable. And it's just like, normally it's just like, oh, like you see them in person, especially, you're just like, oh, you're so lovely and normal. <laughs> Definitely. Like, obviously we both went to the Northern Literary Festival and like seeing them, because especially some of them, like um, Cynthia Murphy and Naomi Gibson and like I've spoken to them online so many times and I've done so many kind of like panels and interviews with them over the past like year or so and then actually like seeing them in person I was like oh my god oh my god <laughs> that person I've seen on a little square box yeah. on, my, on my laptop and you're like oh my god I, I don't actually go and touch them but I could touch you <laughs> just like, that would be a bit weird just like ah well, not just the head and some shoulders. There's like this whole, <laughs> whole, <laughs> whole person. If there was an alien species, just sort of like just sees just what Zoom conversations are, they think we would just be just like shoulders and heads. Like there's nothing yeah. else to us. <laughs> oh, but you, like I said, you put in all that effort and you got such a great response. Obviously, you can't sit still for half a second. I know what it's like when you're passionate about something like books, uh, and so you're like. Well, this obviously was a lot of hard work. I'll, I'll go one step further and I'll start a book box subscription. Tell me about yeah. the idea for Paper Orange. When do you decide, yeah, I'm doing this? So it was basically in my head, probably like two weeks after I'd done this like week-long event. Because I was like, well, this is great, but I can't do this every week because that's just not humanly possible. And I'd love a way to kind of promote the books coming out in the UK all year round and I was like oh a book box would be a good idea and then I was like oh yeah but like I couldn't do that I, I can't do that and then I'm I think like quite a few like months later must have maybe been like February March this year I kind of put like oh so you know if there was um a book box um that kind of focused on this would like would anybody else think this is cool or is it just me that thinks this is cool and the kind of response to just that little tweet was like overwhelming <laughs> yeah. so I was like oh well, I best I best do it now um <laughs> so yeah and then obviously we I crowdfunded kind of like the first month and to help with like the setup fees so like websites and all the fun stuff um and yeah then it kind of it happened and it still it still amazes me <laughs> all the time we're what three months in so we've got the third boxes being prepped and getting ready to go out towards the end of the month and yeah I don't it's you can tell I still can't really believe that it's the thing that's happening that I do because it's so cool <laughs> I was, it's gonna say it was very cool I was, that, that was the one thing that we at the podcast we sort of uh, looked at it obviously my co-host Emma is just uh why bonkers and so when I saw this I was like Emma have you seen this and was just like yes I want it and so it's like shall we 
shall we see if we can help? And it's just like, okay. And then it's one of these things where you just, again, talking about just random tweeting, just like, hi, uh, can we help promote you or something like that? And then just, again, snowballs, lots of snowballs, which is funny because we don't really get much snow here in the UK, but with <laughs> lots of snowballs. Right. And it became a little thing that we sort of just sort of helped each other sort of, uh, you know, make this thing a, an actual proper reality. And like you said, we're now in month three. We've had box number one, which came out in April or the back end of April. They always release at the end of the month, aren't they? Yeah. Which was Gina Blackseal's You Can Trust Me box, which was fantastic because that's a brilliant book. And then all the yeah. goodies inside of that, some of Gina's actual artwork, the characters, we had some amazing pins. And of course, the Simon James Green enamel pins, which are always cool. We love an enamel pin here. <laughs> so and then last month we've just been chatting about Anne Say Lynn and the fact that Rebel Skies was bo- box number two having chat to Anne she's absolutely lovely and it was such a cool cool box to get out there in the world do you want to just give us because I think the lovely listeners will find it quite fascinating how you go a possibly deciding what book goes in the box and also how you decide what other cool items because these boxes ladies and gentlemen are <laughs> packed to the rafters uh with all sorts of manner of lovely things so what do you decide what goes in like you have the power and how do you control what goes into the box I know it's honestly like Christmas at my house all the time because I get to order these things that come to my house and I get to open them and they're all like small businesses that I order from because I'm really passionate about supporting kind of like small UK businesses. So they always go to that extra mile with the wrapping and stuff. So it's always like wrapped in tissue paper. So although it's not like I get 100 pins, I do get the, the like joy that comes from opening them. Yeah. <laughs> so it's great. Yeah. So the books, I kind of, obviously, as a bookseller, and I help out at the indie bookshop, I get a lot of kind of early proofs and things and now I've started the box and it's got a bit of kind of bigger and people know about it. Publishers do reach out to me with kind of like proofs or like suggestions Um, but I always I tend to go with each month so far there's been one that my like my heart's been like this is the one this month because I tend to not focus on one genre. I like the fact that it's different things each month to kind of showcase just how much UKYA there is and that you don't just have to read fantasy there's some amazing thrillers or contemporary as well so it kind of it's a little bit with my heart what I pick and the goodies I kind of go based off the books themselves so there's some really cool stuff in the box that's coming um, inspired by the book itself obviously with Gina's we had kind of post-its and things kind of linked in with the kind of mystery whodunit vibes um so yeah I like to pick things that kind of mirror the book in some way and then as many other bits to kind of highlight other books that are coming out that month as I can possibly get my hands on oh yeah yeah. you get a bit of a taster of everything that's coming out that month as well which is great um, I love it. Um, I have, I've been told I'm an enabler um, <laughs> because obviously I do the sheet with like all of that. Well, as many as I'm aware of UK YA releases for that month. And then there's often a few goodies like postcards or stickers or things that go with those books as well. And yeah, apparently I'm enabling people because they're going out and 
buying extras of the other books, um, which I don't feel guilty for because, you know. Oh, no, no, absolutely not. And I did love that. Actually, you open up and you see like, obviously you're focusing on the, the new book you've got because you're like, ooh, what's this book? Uh, but actually being able to see like this month, these books are being released. And it's almost sort of like, a, if you like this, you'll like that. <laughs> it does cue you sort of like a... <laughs> As someone who has an over over spilling tv there are books everywhere i have books on my mantelpiece i have books on the table beside me there's books there there is books in the pile there books on the bookshelf it's just books uh, i have books in the kitchen in my bedroom it's i have books everywhere it's a nightmare and i'm sure most bookish people <laughs> are like me my laptop is actually being propped up by books currently at this moment it's it's, it's not a problem i don't have a problem it's fine but that being said with all the extra the goodies and stuff like that uh and you said that publishers are now reaching out to you does it give you a sort of more of a, a sense that oh, wow I, I really sort of hit the nail on the head here like this is something that holy moly i think like we're onto a winner i mean i always have thought that ukya like it just needed that like a little bit of a push and i think yeah like I don't know it blows it blows me away like how it's big it's got and that there's publishers being like hi so we're insert publisher here we'd love to work with you and I'm like what (laughs) okay it's because it's just me in my like office which is a home office aka a spare room that's been turned into an office it's nothing fancy it's not like I've got like my own premises or anything but yeah I think it's a really exciting time for UKYA at the moment I mean Heartstopper as well has shown that tenfold blown up yeah this last month or so and I think yeah it's a really exciting time and so many good books coming out this year like it's 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 gonna be a good year yeah. I think we're almost we're now seeing a, a sort of the silver lining from lockdown when all those authors basically got stuck inside and basically like right you've got no excuse now you have to write you're locked indoors so now of course you've got all these amazing books because it's now 2022 publishing is slow so this is about right for publishing to now get back on publishing yeah. all these books but it is just mind-boggling just the the effort that goes into these books and everything that goes into these books box subscriptions it's just it blows my mind like it's just so many sort of things that you're you're currently trying to keep I'm, i can imagine it's like trying to like herd cats or sort of like juggle many sort of 10 pin bowling sort of pins up in the air at the same time but it, they're absolutely fantastic if you are liking the sound of this ya book box subscription you're like what the heck is this because i'm now really interested we can tell you how to get your hands on it because you're going to be going over to paperorange.uk is that correct yep there you can basically check it out and obviously uh i'm just gonna put this out here because i'm feeling pretty sneaky myself if you want to maybe go there through a tangent of say uh maybe the bigkidsbookclub.com there you'll actually see our paper orange landing page that we have set up and there might be a cheeky discount code on there guys just hint hint uh which will then also take you to that same website so you can also drop in and pick up next month's box so this is super exciting for you i'm really quite excited and obviously it's it's one of your many passions because the one thing i do want to just tap on obviously before we do disappear seeing the time is also you are a bit of an artist a bit of a crafter you have your own etsy shop do you want to tell us a little bit about that as well because i do want to highlight it um so i went to uni and did textile design so 
basically I doodle and then make it into fabric and then make it into dungarees or hair ties or scrunchies. Basically, if you've seen the paper orange box, you know that colour is kind of really important to me. Um, so, yeah, it's all about like creating the most colourful bonkers clothes that you know you can really like show your personality off with yeah so I I hand make clothing and do little floral designs the ghosts are going really well at the moment I've got a little ghost design which is so cute if I do say so myself but yeah so I do that too um but that kind of inspired the like using small UK business bits there you go see it's it's lovely. It's a cycle. It keeps keeps recycling itself round and round. Uh, what is the the website? What's the do you have the Etsy link in so that way these lovely listeners can know and go and have a little sneakaboo? Yeah. So if you go to www.laracharliedesign.etsy.com, it's there. Fantastic. And this has been fantastic. It's been so good to chat to you, Charlie, because obviously we have seen each other. Like I said, we got, got to see each other briefly at NYA Lip Fest, but we were like ships passing the night where it's just like, ah, Charlie, ah. I was rushing off talking to authors. You were there enjoying the day for itself. It was a bit of a whirlwind tour, which gets me just wondering, obviously, when we might see each other again. And that makes me wonder, Yauk is coming up next month. Uh, are you possibly going down to London to go and enjoy that? Yes, by any chance? I am. Um... I am hoping to get down to London uh, again um, and go to that. I feel if I don't go, I'm going to get told off by people. Um, so, yeah, it's absolutely. So maybe we shall see each other again. Actually, again, like out of the little square boxes and in yeah. real IRL, as they say. <laughs> <laughs> well, this has been fantastic, uh, Charlie. So I'm just going to say one more time again, you can either go through bigkidsbookclub.com uh, and use our cheeky discount code and then the link ways to paperorange.uk. That's the main landing page and website for Charlie's amazing Paper Orange book box. Uh, but that's all the time we have to say, Charlie. So I'm going to have to say goodbye. Uh, but before you do go, I do want to just sort of highlight as well, as well as those websites there that they can go to find more about the book box. Do you have any like just some like social media links as well so they can keep up to date with all your sort of groovy goings on? Yep. So... On Twitter and Instagram, the Paper Orange box is under Paper Orange UK, so it's really simple. Um, and then my personal kind of like bookish Instagram is the Paper Orange dot Charlie with an EY to make it that bit more complicated. <laughs> As it is, <laughs> it's giving yourself. Well, thanks again, Charlie, for coming on the show, and lovely to see you again. Thank you. And to you lovely listeners, don't forget you can check out more about our show at Big Kids Book Club, all one long lovely word on Twitter. You can head over to that website, bigkidsbookclub.com as well. But that's all the time we have for this week. So until next time, all I have to say for you is to take care, to stay safe, but most importantly, keep on reading.